Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. We are going to dive right in today to a very powerful topic. It might be something that you've heard about before, or this could be something completely brand new, which will unlock freedom for you. Either way, it's about to get good. If you are brand new here, welcome. So glad you've landed here. It is not random. You'll find that out soon enough. If you've been hanging for a while, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Share it with a friend. You never know how much that can actually serve somebody when you send them an episode or when you refer them here and they get a word of encouragement, they get a word that resonates with them, they get exactly what they need to hear when they need to hear it. It is such a blessing and you can be the conduit of that. So go ahead, subscribe and share the podcast and let's dive into this message. So have you, I just got some questions, have you found yourself in a situation where you just feel powerless to change it. You just keep trying and trying and trying, but it just seems like nothing changes. And you feel like you just get to the point where you find yourself asking, well, what's the use? Why even try, right? Or have you found that you have a tendency, a pattern that you just give up without even trying? You won't even dare to try. You won't even give it too much thought. You won't even let yourself dream about it. Think it up for a second. You won't even do it. You just give up without even trying. Have you found these things to be true? What's interesting is there's actually a phenomenon in psychology that breaks this down. There's actually a reason sometimes behind why this happens. It's called learned helplessness. Learned helplessness. This is about to blow your mind if you've never heard of this before. Essentially what it is, is it's the failure or sometimes the refusal to make an attempt to change a negative situation because you believe it's impossible for you to do so. Okay, so a lot of times this occurs, this behavior, this pattern occurs when you've encountered a situation multiple times in the past and all previous attempts have failed, or you keep having a series of unsuccessful things happen to you. Negative events just keep seeming to to happen. There's just a series of those. So it's almost convincing you or giving you this narrative that you're up, that you can't control anything, that life isn't happening for you. It's all set up against you. And this thought process can also stem from witnessing other people try to change a similar scenario and failing to do so. Okay, so essentially, you either are in a negative situation, this can be in relationships, this could be in education, this could be in a job, this could be in so many different aspects of life, but what happens is is you keep encountering a negative situation in that area over and over that reinforces failure, okay? Or you witness other people trying to change similar scenarios and they fail, So you automatically assume, well, if they failed, then I might as well not even try, right? So if you encounter repeated failures 
or witness others failing at something, you believe that you cannot control the results no matter what actions you take. And so then you start telling yourself nothing will change no matter how I no matter how hard I try, right? Nothing's going to change, so why even try? Why even bother? Why even? <laughs> right? And once that belief is ingrained so deeply into your brain, you don't make an attempt ever again because belief is a certainty about something. It's, it's established in your brain. It's not going to change. Once you are certain about it, nobody can change your mind. You've made up your mind. That's what a belief is. Whether that's in something that is true or something that is a lie, it doesn't matter. When a belief is ingrained in your brain, we call it over here a stronghold, right? It has a stronghold on you. Once it's engraved in your brain, you don't make an attempt to change it ever again. You just accept it as true. And what's true for you is true for you. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he, right? So even when circumstances change and you actually can and have the power to influence the results, this limiting belief, this stronghold in your mind prevents you from even trying. Learned helplessness, okay? Really, really interesting. Now, what this can really create in your life is an unhealthy pattern, as you can imagine, right? It will actually create a wall preventing you from accessing the very things that you actually desire, okay? And learned helplessness falls in this category of self-sabotage because it's one of our unconscious behaviors, okay? So sometimes we're, we're operating in learned helplessness, not knowing that we're doing it. Okay, it's unconscious. There's a pattern that's operating in our subconscious that unless we're aware of it, we can't change it. Okay, and that's one of the beautiful things about what's happening here on the podcast. It's one of the beautiful things about working with a coach. It's it's allowing you to become more aware and to create new patterns and programming so that you truly can create a different reality for yourself and experience a completely different life experience. Okay, so... What is really, really interesting is that you can overcome learned helplessness. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But first, I want to give you some ideas of, or some examples rather, of what this looks like, okay? Because it's it's really interesting how it can show up, all right? So I'm going to give you some examples of what this looks like, and then we're going to walk through some ways out, Okay, and some things that you can start doing. Okay, so let's say an example of this could be in school. If you're in a school situation, whether that's something that you remember, maybe you've gone back into the school environment. If you regularly perform poorly on an exam after studying, you might start to believe that preparing for a test, for example, is ineffective and won't have any impact on your grade, so why even study? Or you might convince yourself that going back to school and getting that degree doesn't make sense, why even bother? Clearly I'm not made for this, right? So it can happen there. It could happen in a relationship when Maybe you find that you are passive about things. You tolerate things that you know are unacceptable. You create a case or make an excuse 
for things or overlook things when you know that even everything your body is setting off an alarm to pay attention to and you just ignore it, you overlook it. It's It would be harder to leave, you might tell yourself, than harder to stay, so I'll just stay in this familiar pain versus step out into other pain because that seems like it's going to be harder or more painful, okay? It also can be you know, in, in careers, maybe you sabotage in the sense, or you learned helplessness, like I can't change this environment, I can't change this manager, I can't uh, make the income that I'm worthy of or that I deserve, I can't speak up or use my voice, it's not going to change anyway. Why even bother, right? You create this this story of maybe you've seen other people try to speak up and they weren't treated right, so why would you even speak up? Or maybe you see other people trying to change things and they fail every time they try to change things. So why even try versus doing what you know to do and are inspired to do and owning that you do actually have influence as well, right? So there's many different ways that it can show up, okay? And it's important to start recognizing what those types of behaviors are, those types of beha- those types of habits and patterns that come up for you, okay? So it might also look like some common things. It might look like a lack of self-esteem, low self-esteem. It might look like low motivation. It might look like a lack of persistence and follow-through. It might be a deep conviction about being inept in some way or unqualified or, you know, um, lacking knowledge, not smart, not wise, and ultimately just failure. It might even be an identity at some point of failure, depending on how much you've rehearsed this narrative and, and these patterns, right? And it's more common for people who've experienced repeated traumatic events such as childhood neglect, abuse, or domestic violence to adopt this learned helplessness. Because a lot of times when you're a child, it's almost like you're in a hostage situation, right? Like you can't control your surroundings. And in a lot of ways, you can't even take care of yourself. And you're depending on parents to be able to care for you and provide for you and create a safe environment for you to thrive in and to nurture your development. And when you don't experience that, and you keep experiencing a series of, of trauma, you learn that life is dangerous, that it's not safe, that it's not working out for you, and you learn not to speak up, you learn to be small, right? You learn to just sort of get by and survive, which is not a healthy pattern, but it's definitely a coping mechanism, right? And so unless that is identified, unless that is confronted, we take this into adulthood, Okay, and these patterns start to manifest in relationships, in careers, okay, in the relationship that we have with ourselves, in our health, in many different aspects of our life. And unless we start addressing it and start healing and start changing our programming, it holds us back again from those things that we ultimately desire, okay? So, Frequently, again, this is developed from experiencing a lot of stress back-to-back or trauma, okay, where people are just convinced and they have evidence to believe that they just have no control over a situation, 
okay? And because of the lack of control, people start to feel helpless and unmotivated to take action, right? If you don't think you can change something, why would you even try, okay? Interesting, right? Interesting, interesting, interesting. So let's talk about this a little bit because there's a couple of things that are operating behind this. So what makes this a stronghold are what we can call three Ps. There's three Ps that just turn a pattern, okay, into a stronghold. The first P is we think that a situation is pervasive. We think that even though it's an isolated event and it happened in this area of our life, we think that it's affecting every single area of our life. So rather than just understanding that that's a situation that happened, this is an isolated event, we think that you know our whole life is infected by it. It's pervasive. Another uh, P or effect of learned helplessness is that it's permanent. We think that it's permanent. We think that this is just how life is, but no problem is ever permanent. But when we are in a state of learned helplessness, that's exactly what we think is going on. We think that this is permanent, that it will never get better, that we're doomed, okay? Which obviously would be very depressing. So often this can fall into depression too because of these patterns. And then the third P is that it feels very personal. We, we start to make it about us. Well, I must be the problem. I must be the reason why I was abused. I must be the reason why I was neglected. I must be the reason why all these bad things happened in my life. It must be me, right? So when these P's start building, when it's pervasive and we think that it's taking over our whole life, versus just an incident over here, when we think that it's permanent and that it's never going to change, right? And then when we think it's personal, there's something wrong with us, we become helpless, powerless, unmotivated, right? Like we just are zapped. It's it's almost like we're shocked, right? We, we're not able to move forward in a healthy and a productive way. And the stronghold piece of that is that we just accept that as true. We accept that as our reality. And then we don't do anything to show up and change our reality. We just somehow forget, (laughs) deny, don't even entertain that we're the creators of our reality. Okay, we may have been survivors and experienced just learning how to survive in seasons, but we forget and don't even know sometimes that we're actually the creator of our reality. Okay, very different life experiences. So what is interesting about learned helplessness is that you can overcome it because it was introduced as a pattern and the pattern became your conditioning and then it became your operating system and maybe even your identity, that is something that you can change. You can change patterns. You can change your conditioning. You can change your programming. It actually says in the word of God that we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. You can change these limiting these limiting beliefs that are actually pervasive. 
and that make us feel that things are permanent and that feel very personal. You can actually change your limiting beliefs and your conditioning and your programming. That does take time, but that is something that is possible. Okay, so just like you've learned helplessness, you can also learn empowerment. You can learn to be powerful. You can learn to operate in the authority that you do have. This is something that I actually talk about in the book, God's Vibes Matter, Reclaiming Your Spiritual Authority. I was somebody that absolutely was neglected as a child. I grew up in a home where my father was working all the time, didn't see him, um, and wasn't available, whether that was physically, emotionally, wasn't wasn't there. He was providing in a different way for the family. And then I had a adoptive mother who was an alcoholic, so she definitely wasn't present and involved, and she was in a very helpless situation, right? She was fleeing from life. She was giving me a model that life was something that we run from, that it's too painful to bear, right? So you either have to work really, really, really hard in order to make it, or you just have to avoid and run from everything, right? So you kind of have to like fight and force or flee, okay? And there wasn't any in between. And as a child, when you're in an environment where things keep seeming to get worse and they don't get better and you're still kind of going through the motions, you don't really have a grid, for this, okay? When trauma keeps getting bigger and bigger and when, you know, you're neglected or there's uh, abuse happening, even if it's psychological or emotional or different things that are going on in the home, when that keeps building, you learn that you don't matter. You learn that you're not significant. You learn that you have to survive. You learn how to appease and how to depend on what's happening around you and to anticipate different things. And it's a survival and a coping Uh, mechanism. You get survival techniques and coping mechanisms. But as you can imagine, as a little child, you, you learn the best. But if you don't have anybody like helping you or supporting you or teaching you, it's all rooted and based in fear. And you have a very different development than an adult, right? So the things that you're thinking in your mind are not what you might think when you have an understanding or a language or a grid for what you're experiencing. So when you have no idea for what you're experiencing, it's very easy to think that that's just life as you know it, and that's just what life is, and that you better figure it out, because clearly these people don't have it figured out, right? And so you would start learning to survive, and then you start learning not to deviate from what the norms are of that culture, right? So like, you better not do this or this will happen. You better not go do that or that'll happen, right? Like you've seen how that went down with that person. Mm -mm, Don't do that, right? So you start learning to live in a little box, but there's some part of you that still knows that you're made for more and that this isn't life and that there's a, a greater plan for you. But especially if you don't even have faith and you don't have a relationship with God, it gets harder very quickly before it gets better because you just learn a whole lot of techniques. (laughs) without faith. And that's really, really uncomfortable. Okay. But again, we're going to talk about the overcoming part because that's way more exciting because you are a victor, not a victim. Okay. And when you are walking with God, all things become possible. Even these impossible situations become possible. And he that started a good work in you is faithful to complete it. Right. And he wants to demonstrate his power and authority in and through you and all around you. And as you partner with him, you start to experience grace and this divine enablement. You start to really get divine inspiration and wisdom and discernment and guidance to show up differently in your life. You start getting reprogrammed by the word of God and what is true. And you actually start walking out this new creation life when you partner with God. And it's truly amazing. So let's talk about this part. 
okay? There's some things that are really, really important, and I'm going to walk us through some questions here because I feel like it's really, really important to identify what your your kingpin limiting belief might be. And a kingpin is when you knock this giant domino, let's say, down, it knocks down all the others that are in your way, okay? But there's usually like one kingpin that is like holding you back. And when you get to the, the root of this limiting belief in this stronghold, and when you can challenge it and reframe it and reprogram it, you can start experiencing and programming a different way of being, okay? So I've got some questions for you. These are definitely questions that you can think about that you can write down. If you're driving, you can kind of just allow it to come up in your brain, but definitely focus on the road. Something I recommend doing, screenshot this podcast episode and remember to come back to it later and re-listen. But this is best to actually journal answers and responses to these questions. So first question, what's a belief that's gotten in your way? What is a belief that has held you back, that has kept you small, that is preventing you from stepping out when you know that you know that you know with conviction that you are to step out, that there's an opportunity to step out, that that actually is the answer. But what is the belief that's gotten in the way of you doing that? What is the belief that's gotten in the way? I know for me, for many years, um, I couldn't figure out those basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? How can I make a difference? I had tried being the chameleon, people-pleasing, bending, shaping, morphing, right? Like doing all the things that you are quote-unquote supposed to do or that you should do, right? And getting successful at just showing up in whatever was required, but it was exhausting. And I'm like, if this isn't it, like who actually am I? Because this doesn't seem to be sustainable. What am I actually here to do? So I don't have to do all this other nonsense, right? Or find out that it's nonsense later. And what actually is the impact or the difference that I'm here to make? Like, let me be busy about that stuff instead of anything else that would just hold me back. So the belief that was gotten in the way for me, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what the purpose of my life was. I didn't know my significance. I didn't know my gifts, my talents, my abilities. So I kept looking for it and I kept finding it in all the wrong places and having really, really hard and difficult, challenging experiences, which taught me so much, right? And just compounded lots of lessons. However, I still couldn't answer those questions. And it got to a point where I finally discovered it But then I was terrified to step out into that and own it. I didn't have a grid for that. I'd never seen anyone do that before. And I didn't have anybody rooting for me, encouraging me. It was just the opposite. They wanted me to stick to old models. Stay safe. Don't do that. You'll never be successful doing that. Why would you even try? That's really dumb. Like, right? There was so much that was preventing me. Like, it took me forever to find it. And then when I finally did, the level of discouragement that was on that was a huge barrier because it was reinforcing all of this learned helplessness and it was debilitating. It was terrifying. So it was almost like, well, yeah, you're right. Like, why would I even try? Like, I've seen so many other people fail. Like, I should just, you know, I should just do what you do. You just go, you get an education, get a job. Even if you hate it, you just like keep showing up and doing it every day. I'm like, that doesn't seem right, right? doesn't seem right, but this learned helplessness is telling me I better keep it safe. Otherwise, I'm not going to have a life. It's going to get worse for me unless I like follow this model. So what belief has gotten in the way for you? What's the limiting belief that has to go? That you can't be successful doing what you love. 
that you're unlovable. What's the limiting belief that has to go? You're not capable. You're not qualified. You don't have education. You don't have skills. Nobody wants to listen to what you have to say. You're a bad communicator. (laughs) You're broken. What is the belief that has to go? You're a quitter. You're lazy. What's the belief that's got to go? Deeper still, what does that belief actually cost you? Right? It's cost you time. It's cost you money. It's cost you sanity. It's cost you joy. It's cost you relationships. It's cost you purpose. It's cost you impact. It's cost you influence. It's cost you success. What does that belief cost you? Lots of unnecessary suffering. What does it cost you? Lies, pain, lots of dysfunction and toxic situations that you ended up settling for. What does that belief cost you? And what is BS about it? What is BS about that belief? And you can call it a belief system. (laughs) And what's the opposite of that BS belief? What's the truth? Something that we do in the God's Vibes Mastermind is we trump lies because, oh, does the enemy love to shoot us up with lies. He loves to seed lies into our minds. They get into our heart and they hold us back and debilitate us. It's one of his tactics. He loves. He's got a three-part agenda. Kill, steal, destroy. And he does it with lies. Does it with lies. And so something that we actively do in the God's Vibes Mastermind is build up truth. Because the more truth you know, the less you fall for lies. The more truth you know, the more solid and stable your foundation is so that you don't waver when you're given opportunities to be moved. You're actually unmovable and unshakable. You can stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord. You can't do that, though, when you're full of lies and BS, right? So something that we do very actively and diligently is make sure that we know when we're believing a lie and believing what the truth is. And the truth is often the opposite of a BS belief. Okay, but we take God as his word. We're transformed by the renewing of our minds. We make that a very active process and programming and conditioning training. Okay, the God's Vibes Mastermind, we are going to open it up again in March. We actually start April 10th. So that's something that you can apply for right now if you want to be a part of that it's at www.courageco.org you'll see a way to apply over there next question what's the opposite of that bs belief then what is a new belief this is where you become the creator you don't just accept what's happening is true for you you just don't take things at face value you actually get to decide what is a new belief what gets to be true for you This can be knowing your worth. This could be remembering who you are, but you're owning this. You're deciding this, and so it is. Yes and amen, and so it is. What are you deciding that the new belief is? Right? I'm a child of God. I know who I am. I'm called of God. I'm called to be his ambassador in the earth and to reflect his image and his likeness his glory and his goodness. 
I'm called to be bold in faith, right? These are all parts of my purpose. So what's a new belief? What is the truth, the truth that will set you free from all of this pain, from all of this stuff that this belief has cost you? What is the truth that will actually set you free? What is the truth that has set you free? Okay, now something else that you've got to know. Those questions alone, I'm sure, are stirring up all sorts of fun things for you. (laughs) Remember, you can overcome learned helplessness by your conditioning, by training something different, which is why we take the God's Vibes Mastermind so seriously. This is like Holy Spirit boot camp over here, okay? (laughs) Now... The words, this is a writer downer, the words you use become your experience. The words you use become your experience. This is so important. You know, whether people tell you not to cuss or to swear or whatever, it's so important to be conscious and aware of the words you are speaking over your reality. This is so hard. I can't do this. This is never going to work. There it is. You're actually creating your experience with those words. Your words create your world, okay? So this is why it's so important to not only know the truth, but be able to praise and to speak life and to prophesy and speak God's word over circumstances. It's transformational vocabulary. Transformational vocabulary. So just do an intake of the words that you are speaking on a day-to-day basis. What are the words that you're speaking over yourself? What are the words that you're speaking over your job, over your career, over your business? What are the words that you're speaking over your children? What are the words that you're speaking over your partner? What are the words that you're speaking over your life, over your finances, over your health? You can break your patterns, but the first step is always awareness because when you're aware of what you're speaking, then you can see what you're saying and what you're creating. When you're aware, you can see the narrative, the story that you're telling yourself and you can separate yourself from the story. You're not your story, but you are the one that's telling it. You are the one that is crafting and shaping and creating your reality and you can create something different. You're connected to the most powerful person in the universe. You can create an entirely different reality. Something else that's really, really powerful, we talk a lot about it over here, is the energy that you're putting in motion. Your emotion. This is literally fuel. It's power for you. There's beliefs that are powerful or limiting. (laughs) There's language that is powerful or limiting, transformational or limiting. And then there's also emotions that are either fueling you or depleting you. So this is why when you're in toxic environments, it gets really dangerous if you don't decide to rise up and do something about it because it it can deplete you very, very quickly. And literally bring dis-ease into your life, okay? So for example, 
If you're in an interaction and somebody's acting out in some kind of way, the temptation, the human part of you, would want to show up and respond in some kind of crazy way. But when you can control you, when you can keep control, you actually win. The person with the most peace, with the most self-control, has the most power. Okay? You don't win anything by being the one that's quick to get angry. Right? One of the prayers I love, Lord, keep a guard over my tongue that I might not sin against you. Help me keep my mouth shut. (laughs) Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be good and pleasing in your sight. Because I know whatever I'm doing to somebody else, I'm doing to you. Whew, that's a word. That's a whole word right there. There's some emotions in your life that don't serve you. It just is what it is. They don't serve you. Okay? So let's talk about this for a second. When you think about your emotions, what are three emotional patterns? I I have a tendency to call this your emotional home, this emotional place that you keep returning to that's familiar to you that you live here. Okay? Frustration, stress, (sighs) overwhelm, anger, right? When you keep returning to these places and you live here energetically every day, how much power do you have to actually create your reality? They're not giving you life. They're not giving you energy. You don't really create beautiful things from that space. Usually create more lack, more limitation, more frustration, more things to be upset about. You get what you think about, whether you want it or not. You get what you speak about, whether you want it or not. What are three emotional patterns that don't serve you? Anger. Right? Frustration. Stress. Hate. Comparison. Jealousy. These things don't serve you. These emotions don't give you energy. They suck life out of you. Make a list of words you use when you're really angry or in a negative state. I hate this. This is so frustrating. This is never going to work. Why is this happening to me? Right? You go back into a negative state is often a helpless state. So you go into a helpless state. Think about words you use when you're really angry or in a negative state. Those actually become your emotions. Your language becomes your emotion, the energy that you're putting in motion. And here's where you make a flip. Come up with two to three other words. They can be humorous words. They can be really bizarre. But the key here is to break your pattern. So come up with words that will break your pattern. Break your pattern. Okay, you've got to be aware of it and then you've got to intentionally, proactively break patterns that you have. There's some emotions in your life that just don't serve you. And then there's others that really do serve you. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. You can create with those emotions something very different. You can experience the wonderful new every day when you're activating those emotions. And when you keep trying something, what's really interesting about trying, I hear a lot of people say this in the work that I do. What's interesting about trying 
is that you'll never get what you want that way when you just keep trying. I've tried everything. Really? <laughs> we like to say that, right? But have you really tried everything? Have you even tried God? Have you really tried everything, right? Trying will never get us what we want. It's unrelenting inspired action and continued radical obedience, right? It's continuing to take action when inspired by the Spirit, right? It's continuing to follow through when you get those inspired actions and responding with instant obedience, right? Because God can always alter the approach, but it's you responding with instant obedience to that. And a lot of times, what's really interesting with learned helplessness is a lot of times how we overcome it is by faith. <laughs> and faith is actually spelled risk, right? And a lot of us are afraid to take risks because that often means moving in life when there's no net, right? You've heard leap and the net will appear, right? When there's no net, that's actually when you grow the most. But a lot of us stay in a state of learned helplessness because we're unwilling to leap. But if you don't leap, if you don't choose to take a risk and to grow when there's not a net, you will never experience the growth that you're here for and the results that you're truly after. And so, yes, it will always be a risk, but you've got to do something and do something when inspired in the moment that actually commits you to follow through, right? Faith moves, <laughs> right? Faith makes a commitment. Faith makes a decision. Faith has follow through. It's not just some weak thought or idea. It actually has fo follow through and power behind it for sure. So what are, to kind of recap this, what are five core actions to create an extraordinary life? One that is free of this learned helplessness, but is full of power and that provides power, love, and a sound mind for you. Number one, get clear on what you really want and where you really are. Get clear on what you really, really want and where you really, really are. Get honest. Takes courage, but get honest. And I recommend doing this before God, for sure. Two, kind of what we were talking about a lot today, crush, destroy, annihilate, and replace the story of any limitation. You are connected to God. Limitlessness. There's no limits. You have a limitless future, right? But you've got to annihilate. You can't just understand that you have a limiting belief. You have to annihilate it. You can't allow it to continue to hold you back or keep you small. It costs you too much. Yeah, new programming, new conditioning will cost you something. But it's nothing in comparison to what all of the suffering of a limiting belief is causing you and what it's keeping you from. Three, watch your language. Watch your language, right? The same tongue that speaks blessing can speak cursing. Watch your language. You can prophesy death and destruction over your future or you can speak life and goodness and victory and favor and promise and blessing. And then number four, 
massive action, what I like to say is radical obedience. Take action every time you get an inspired action, right? Be so close to God, you can't miss it when he's talking to you. And respond with instant obedience. Don't delay. Don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today in this moment, what God is telling you to do right now. Don't put it off. Those are five core actions to overcome learned helplessness and create an extraordinary life. When you get clear on what you really, really want and on where you really, really are, that's a whole new vision. When you crush and annihilate limitation, a whole new world of possibilities opens up to you. When you watch your language, you start seeing shifts in your life everywhere. And when you take action consistently when inspired and you follow through with instant obedience, you see God everywhere. You see breakthrough. You experience it. You live it as a lifestyle. Powerful stuff. Learned helplessness is not the end. It's not even a lifestyle. And it doesn't have to be your identity. But it is the beginning, right? When you have awareness of this being a major block in your life, and understanding where maybe that came from, that's powerful because now, and especially if you're hearing a message like this, you're ready to change, you're ready for new programming, you're ready to have what you know you're made for. You're ready to stop sitting what is on the inside of you and start activating it and start sharing it boldly and courageously in this world for people who need you to show up. Who is on the other side? of you overcoming this and of you releasing who you are and sharing the fullness of who that is with the world. That's motivating. That gives you energy. That stirs you up and gives you life. And something that's been on my heart, something that I've been led to do, I have been led, and you've heard it here first, (laughs) I have been led to open up one-on-one coaching for 10 people. I know that that's not many spots, but I'm opening up one-on-one coaching with 10 people. It's been on my heart to make that available right now to open it up so that you can go deep. You can show up for you. You can go all in on you. You can learn how to overcome this. You can have your own back. You can get clear on what it really, really is that you really, really want. And you can get very clear on where you are going. You can start practicing and conditioning this new programming and walking that out with somebody. You can actually start changing your language and start becoming a creator of your life. You can reclaim your authority. You can start partnering with God and seeing God's results in different areas of your life. You can start making and multiplying the impact that you alone are here to make. And you can do it in a very safe and sacred space. The way coaching works is really simple. We meet once a week for an hour. I'm going to work with 10 different people. And if you feel like you are one of those people, or if you feel like this would be a really great fit, really simple, all you got to do is email me. It's info. I-N-F-O at Juliana Page, J-U-L-I-A-N-A Page, P-A-G-E dot com. Info at Juliana Page dot com. Email me, put coaching in the subject, email me, interested in coaching, 
and we can connect. We can just hop on the phone, have a very simple conversation and find out if this is a fit for you. But again, I've been led, it's been put on my heart to open up one-on-one coaching. So if you want one of those spots, there's 10 spots that are open. Connect with me. Let's see if it is a fit. Let's get you going into living the fullness of the good plans and purposes that God has for you. It would be my honor and a great joy to be able to be a spiritual running buddy, to coach you through this process, to be on the journey with you. So email me, info at julianapage.com if you want to connect and learn more about what coaching could offer you and if that is a fit for you in this season. And if you guys aren't in Courage Co., that is another beautiful place to connect for prayer. We meet for prayer every other Wednesday morning. There is a ton of free content and benefits in being plugged into Courage Co. It's a community off social media that's designed to help you live your most courageous and impactful story. And that's another way that we can connect and hang out as well. All right, everybody, I hope this message blessed you. And until next time, stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop, literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free, for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else, 12 weeks of content that we will go through together or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that, a community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire, walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed, embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease, feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. 
you will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.